Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Tuesday, March 22nd. Sorry, just making a little mark on the calendar. And it is 4.36 p.m. Uh, man, I got to tell you, I've been going for a little over a week now, I guess it is. And yeah, sure enough, you guys, I was on a bender. I, I feel like what, what, what memory I have of it, because I've killed so many brain cells, is I gave a podcast about uh, Les Brown, and it was awesome. And I, I listened. I actually listened to it for once, and I was like, "Holy crap, man! I'm I'm getting myself fired up. I'm inspiring myself right now." What? But it was also. I don't want to call it humbling. It was a it was a kick in the face in some ways because I have a really hard time running this show. You know, it's not easy because I when I'm trying to quit something, every and any excuse works for me to relapse and so you know if a buddy and i are let's say oh we're gonna quit weed together and that buddy smokes it's like all right i'm gonna smoke too and so it's a terrifying position to be in to hold these conversations with you and a number of people have reached out to me via email i was ashamed you guys i I haven't checked my email since my last podcast because uh, i was i was ashamed i was i was ashamed i was trying to stay in the dark and there are three really beautiful messages in there that mean the world to me, number one, and I, I can't wait to share them with you on the next episode, but but number two show that they show that there's something bigger out there. You know, the, the world is not as small as my problems, and that my problems are not unique. And that's comforting in some ways. Um, but what it really showed me was, again, you know, this... I, I can't be a faker. I can't come on here and say, oh, yeah, everybody quit weed, quit weed, if, if I haven't actually quit weed myself. And so that last week I was on cloud nine, Les Brown, I'm I'm the man, I'm the king. And you know what happened was a co-worker, a high-ranking co-worker, wanted to smoke with me. We were going to hang out. It was a Friday. Guy's like, hey, you know, I'll bring some edibles, no, no, no. And I'm tore up, I'm tore up all the way to the house. We had we we trained together, and then I, I'm headed towards the house. I'm like, man, man, what am I going to tell this guy? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? First time this guy and I had ever hung out. And sure enough, I crack. I'm like, what the fuck? Why not? It'll be fun. And boom, that was it. So whatever day that was, maybe, maybe March 11th or something, uh, ever since then, it's been every day. And... It's terrifying how one little slip puts you right back in that that dark place. And I, I want to talk to you for a quick second about rock bottom because I, f- I feel like in that last episode I had said something about rock bottom or maybe it was two or three episodes ago and hope, hopefully that you're not at your rock bottom. Well, here's the thing, you guys. I lost my job at one point because I was having trouble uh, playing with the team and I was applying to a bunch of other places and my dream, the dream school, one I had envisioned for like two or three years, you know, while I was in grad school, uh, amazing location. I made it to the final round and they called me back. They wanted me to come in and teach the kids. I was a shoe in, but I had already been accepted at another school. And because I was so tired and just plumb wore out, it had been an emotional roller coaster. I didn't have the gas to get up and make it in. And so I tapped out and said, no, I'm not interested. About two days later, you know, I thought about it. 
And I was like, why am I so gassed? What's going on? It was impossible to deny that smoking slows me down. It's impossible to deny that smoking kills the motivation. It's impossible to deny that you become apathetic while under the influence of THC. And so I look back on that and it's like, fuck, you know, weed stole my job. And now more recently, in this last week of a bender, a property came up for sale, a dream property for my wife and I. And I knew the minute it came up that that was the one. And I botched it. You know, we I, I took a day off of work to be with my wife. She was going through some stuff. And she said, hey, do you want to go up, drive and look at that property? We were tired. My sister, it was. I thought she was in labor. She called us over to the house. Turns out she wasn't, so we got very little sleep that night. And I said, no, no, we're, we're beat up. We better just stay down here. It's, it's probably pretty wet ground, according to the map. And sure enough, the next day, get a text from the agent. Hey, an offer came in. What's going on? Oh, oh, we'll, we'll be there Friday. We'll be there Friday. Well, it turned out Friday was too late. We got there Friday. Walked it. Sent her a text. Hey, we're going to text you our offer in the morning. We're having some trouble with the numbers. Saturday morning comes. We go up. We walk the property again. And on our way out, we meet the people who put in the first offer. They said it had already been accepted. The property was contingent. Their money was already down. And when I went to the guy's house who was selling it to give him a letter, you know, to, to describe who the wife and I are, he acted surprised. And when I texted the agent, you know, our offer, she's like, okay, great. Reaches out to the guy, apparently, quote unquote, texts me back. Oh, he says, thanks for the offer, but you're, the other people offered significantly more, which I find hard to believe. And it just, a whole bunch of stuff didn't line up about it. But the point is, if I had had the juice in the tank, I would have been up there. And when I'm not smoking, I'm on, I, I am a fired up live wire. And it's tough. In some ways, I have to find ways to, to, to manage that. And I used to manage it through training, but now I've got this bulging disc from, you know, years of abuse, of, of overtraining. Uh, guys, I used to be a competitive power lifter. I've done bodybuilding. I've competed in many triathlons. Uh, you name it, in the fitness world, I've, I've at least had a taste of it. Uh, longtime wrestler, um, captain of the college team at Syracuse University for a while. And I just, it's like, how much more am I going to sacrifice for the sake of these temporary highs? You know, I, rock bottom slip, you know, it's, it can sneak up on you. Sometimes it's a slap in the face, right? You get a DUI or something. Um, the cops raid your house and you're hosed. But other times it's, it's opportunities that you're not prepared for. You know, that's what luck is, right? Luck is preparation meets opportunity. And so it cost me, it cost me bad. And I'm sorry to be such a Debbie Downer, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say to you, if, if you're hanging in there and if you're trying to quit this stuff, fucking get after it. Don't sleep on it. All the it's so funny. I'm gonna read these messages coming up, but anytime somebody talks about this drug, they talk about it and they use the word demon, like they're possessed. And then I'm on the phone today with my my teacher buddy, the one who I was talking smack about in these previous episodes. Oh, this guy is kind of a deadbeat. Oh, he's a he's a smoker. He doesn't have his act together. Well, guess what? 
he sends me a text the next weekend. He remodeled his entire bathroom. Worked like a dog, like 20 hours. And that's after teaching all week. That's after, you know, having a wife and kids. And in the meantime, I'm, I'm in a house that's in complete shambles. And I actually have a construction background. And I justify it by coming home and saying, oh, you know, my wife wants me to pay attention to her and listen to her and la-di-da-da-da. But, it, you know, here I couldn't find anything positive about this guy or, or I had my high and mighty self. You know, I'm better than he is in every way. And that just was not the case. And, and, the, and what's interesting is that he's done that many times. It's not like this is the first time he's ever busted his ass and pulled out an amazing project. He's done it ever since I've known him. And so where was I? What kind of mental state was I in to think that I was Joe Cool? I wasn't. You start to get a little steam and, and all of a sudden that ego rises up. And, and I, I can't speak for everybody, but you know that, that definitely trips me up. That is, a, that is a stumbling block for this guy. So it was a humbling. It's been, it's been a humbling last week. Uh, I, my mental faculties are completely impaired. Um, I got away with it for like four days smoking and going to school and still kicking ass. And uh, at this point now, back to back to square one. My speech, same thing. Uh, got a little bit of a stuffy nose right now. All the kids are sick. We dropped these masks and so they can finally share a few more germs with each other. And it's good. It's healthy. Um, but, you know, we're all... We're all gonna have to have to ride it out for a couple more weeks, I think, before we we find balance. So, I just I would tell anybody who's trying to quit, or who's still trying to quit, or who is quitting, or who has quit, and they're just listening to stuff to keep themselves in check. The idea of being afraid, the idea of having both a heaven and a hell. Is a, it's a good thing. It's a piece you don't want to miss. And you forget about you forget about the hells when you start climbing out. And I don't know what I need to do to, to keep a reminder of that, but this losing this property it stings. It stings. I, I've been obsessed with property property my whole life. And this one really, really, really stings. Um and that's all I got, man. That's all I got today. Hopefully tomorrow. I'll come back in with some with some pep in my step, but I had even <laughs> I say I made a mark on the calendar. I had even taken down my old calendar because it was full of all those missing holes, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, this is a fresh start, you know, March 13th. I'm like, I'm gonna follow Jesus Christ, and this calendar is just sitting up there. It's totally empty. Uh, so I, I put a little star now, March 22nd, back on the wagon. And uh, that friend of mine that I'm talking about, the uh, quote unquote deadbeat, who's the farthest thing from it. He is supposed to be at my house tomorrow. And the last time I had a friend over to my house who wanted to smoke, I smoked with them. And this guy smokes like a chimney. And so I got to be ready. Right now my plan is if he doesn't get here, I know he's not going to get here before 8 o'clock. And so that's my excuse. You know, I don't know why you have to have these excuses, but I can just say, oh, no, man, you know what? It's too late. It's too close to bed. I'll I'll be a mess in the morning. So sorry about that. It's all good, though. So I'm. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna tackle it, and uh, I really appreciate everybody sticking with me. I definitely appreciate folks reaching out. Um, it's it's good to know that. Uh, it's good to know that we're not alone, and your story is gonna help somebody else. And so, if you want to send your story to me, um, shoot me an email: quittingmarijuanapodcast at gmail dot com. 
I will definitely share that with the with the masses. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up, you guys. Bruce Lee. Defeat is a state of mind. No one is ever defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. And uh, I might be down, <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely not out. Okay, then you just watch. I'm a I'm a winner to my to my core. <laughs> I'll be back. Um, and our Bible verse of the day, Leviticus chapter twenty, verse eight. Keep my decrees and follow them. I am the Lord who makes you holy. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.